0: So, many people don't realize that loyalty is a major component of followership because they think loyalty is like, like, oh, you have been drafted into the army or have been drafted and you have to obey rules and you have to obey regulations. Look, you need to understand it very carefully. You can be loyal to something, somebody you don't have any love for. Let me give you this example. As I am here. If it is not for the love I have for my wife. I will not remain loyal to her. I I will go about and do my own things. But because of the love that I have for her. I have to remain loyal. And I I, I, I am not interested in in going to sleep around with anybody. I am not interested in anything. The loyalty generated from love is love that generates loyalty. Many of us talk loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. And you think that it's like you are being forced to do something, you are being so. No. The foundation, loyalty comes from love. And so when you have a feeling that, oh, you are feeling forced to stay with something or be with something. You are you, you are you are most likely going to become this lawyer because the thing is not coming from now. Look at how it is so easy for me to remain loyal to my wife I'm not struggling I am not fighting the, the the edge or the desire to go and sleep with somebody or go and do some nonsense because the love that I have for her. Overwrite, so lawyer, so naturally loyalty will come. So the question that you need to ask yourself you say you are you love God, you, you say you are following God, you say you are you are you're a Christian. Do you really love God? Do you really love God? And that sense of feeling forced. You know, see when, when 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 you don't love somebody you 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 feel forced to be with the person, and then everything else is like like a woman who doesn't love you, a man who doesn't love a woman they treat them anyhow, they just treat them anyhow when the woman cooks and the man comes because he doesn't love the the person when well, you eat it or you stay at, stay out and come late and do all sorts of things is because you don't love so when there's no love, you start seeing signs of this one. So, you need to ask yourself and think about it. You say you love God. If you love Him, then loyalty will not be a problem at all for you. It will naturally come. Even in the midst of troubles, in the midst of trials, in the midst of hard times, um, you'll find out that you being loyal is not a, it's not, it's not something that is questionable. You can't question it because you know the love is always the main thing in loyalty. So you see that now there are some people who feel forced. They feel like it is a force to serve God. It is a force to be feeling forced, like right? even to give. Yeah, you know. So this is where you see people are. Not consistent with your giving, because the love that you have for God is not is there is fake, It's not genuine. If you genuinely say you are you 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 are you are following God, you are following very hard, then love must come. Have you found the scriptures for me? In um.
1: First, the first one, I have is Second Timothy chapter number two, verse number thirteen. He says, "If we are faithless, He remains faithful, for He cannot disown
0: Himself." Yeah. So you see, God's very nature is faithfulness, and I'm explaining to you, faithfulness or loyalty is a subset of love. It, it is produced because of love. So, we need to really change our mindset on, when we are talking about loyalty, 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 it's really a product of love we are talking about. Which, if you don't have it, nobody can force you. You, you. You can only go so long if it is forced. If it's forced love. It's like forced, arranged marriage. You can only go, you know, this far and then the cracks will start showing. So God is faithful. God cannot lie. By nature, he you know the love that he has makes him faithful. It is love. That's what I said. For God so loved the world. It is love that made him to remember. Come. You know, the love made him remember that he needs to save us. Everything that has made God faithful to us is because of it. Do you love God the way you, you, you ought to or is forced? So, point number two. It says in the second paragraph it talks about loyalty is remaining committed to those whom God has brought into our lives and has called us to serve. So God, we are all following God. And as we know God, you can see Him. But He's real and He's active and He's doing things. And He calls men. So this is why you have men of God, you have churches, and you have everybody has been given assignment. Through his divine mercies, and the Bible says that preordained. Because those, I think it's in Romans, he says those he called, he glorified; those he um, um, those he glorified, he justified. Or those he called, he justified; those he justified, he glorified. Predestined according to his purpose so find that scripture for me i'm reading i think it's in romans
2: romans chapter 8 verse 29 for those god foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters And those he predestined, he also
0: called. Those he called, okay. So this is this is where you need to take notice. He saying those whom he, those he predestined, he has Yeah, if it is it is by pre it is pre-planned. What you need to understand, you see, it is pre-planned that. You will be this age at this particular moment. That's why you were not born in 1963 or 1944. You were born pre-planned that He's going to call you to be part of His work here now. So you need to see that. It's not by accident. He has predestined it. So now, yes, you know God, but this God is working through humans. And he said, he has called. He has called you. He has called you. He justified you. And he has also glorified. So God has called you. God has predestined it that you will be the person that is going to support his assignment through salvation clinic now you that God has called to 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 glorify are you faithful do you love God and do you love the people he has brought into your life the people he has brought the work he has brought you into or it's a a thing of feeling forced. Many of us have forgotten. Our first love for God, we've forgotten. Many of us have, are not seeing that God has predestined and God has planned it. You see, you could right now, you could be like the age of Caitlin or 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 Ezekiel or Joel. You could be that age. You could be that age now. God could have ordained it so that, planned it so that you could be that age now. Meaning, you you know, right now, at this 2021, you would have no major part to play in the assignment and the purpose that God has for the, the, his kingdom through salvation you play no part but it's not so you are you are not now you are this age now you are working the work you are the work you are doing whatever you know whatever you are doing it's been pre-planned there's no mistake about it pre-planned that you be in salvation pre-planned that now me that god has used me as a pioneer to start his work here it has been pre-planned that I'll meet you as an adult, I'll meet you at this, whatever work you are doing, what, whatever, and then I'll meet you at this age, so that you will become useful. But if you don't see it that way, you see, your love will be will like, okay, I, I am doing my own thing, and it was like, you're, every time it's like a feeling, there's a feeling of Oh, I'm doing you a favor. Not a feeling of, oh no, God loves me. I love God. He has called me predestined to be part of it. So let me show my love for God. You know, let me just love God genuinely. And through my love for God, I you find out that your loyalty to there will be no problem with it. So when you find people who have now become some way. It just shows that they don't understand the timings of God for their life. They are not really God lovers, and certainly they cannot be lovers of men that God has brought into their lives. So the question, there was a question there. How, when you when you when you um, when you read further down, it talks about. being loyal. So, continue from that point.
1: So, we are continuing from the uh, uh, paragraph 2. Being loyal exhibits our commitment to Christ by our commitment with discernment. To people and righteous causes at all times. And we have some few scriptures we are supposed to read. Papa, should I go through them?
0: No, you go, go to the next.
1: In Christian yeah. service, loyalty plays a major role. Faithfulness is a requirement in stewardship. Moreover, it is required in stewards. That a man be found faithful. This is in First Corinthians chapter number 4, verse number 2. Every progressive organization is progressive because it enjoys the support of loyal people.
0: Whenever okay, you- so that bit, that bit, that bit, I need us to... Um, I need everybody's input on that bit. He says, every progressive organization is so because it enjoys the support of loyal people. How do you understand that?
2: Oh, um, Praise What we've learned so far with loyalty being love, wherever there is love and genuine love, there is a way you do things. So if you love God, you do things differently. And if someone doesn't love God, the way he does things is not with all his strength. It's like he's doing it anyhow. But when we have love for God, then it makes us what? do things with what? With a rightful attitude. It makes us do things in true loyalty. It makes us do things in true faithfulness. Because if you love someone, And as you use marriage, for example, if you love your wife, you will always do something to show, to prove, to defend, to protect, to stand in that word. You love someone, you love your wife, or you love your husband.
0: Okay, so it says every progressive organization, and from the scriptures that we've read, we know God wants the church not to be small, but to grow and progressively increase. So when you see stagnation, when you see no growth, when you see barrenness, what this statement is saying? How do you relate it to, to it? And there's there's no genuine
2: love.
0: There's no genuine love. Okay. Who else? Who else
1: has? Uh, um, from to what what you have learned so far, it it just supports the fact that for anything to work um, properly, or if you see something working properly, and is getting to the full extent that it should be getting to, as a word being used, here, yeah, progressive, that means that those who are part of it understand and really. Support what is going on, and so they are showing their loyalty, they are making it happen. And so, if you find something which is not getting its full capacity or getting to its full extent, then it means that the people are not loyal. Uh, They may be showing loyalty at some time, or they may be showing a little bit of what they are supposed to show, or they may not be loyal at all.
0: Okay, so. If, for instance, he says any of let's let's use marriage as an example. If the marriage is not working, most likely it is because there is no love or demonstration of loyalty, either by both parties or by one party. You find out that the thing is not working because there is real. There's, there's no loyalty and the manifestations of loyalty are absent if you see so every progressive organization is pro- like, like right now we are supposed to meet eh? if as men
1: If the the feed from our father is frozen so I'll read the, um, the paragraph again whilst we wait for our father to join so we are on paragraph number two it says loyalty is remaining committed to those whom God has brought into our lives and has called us to serve even in times of difficulty it is developing allegiance and respect In one another and not seeking to manipulate the other person being loyal exhibits our commitment to Christ by our commitment which uh, with discernment to people and righteous causes at all times and this is what uh, Papa is currently explaining in Christian service Loyalty plays a major role. Faithfulness is a requirement in stewardship. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful, which is in First Corinthians chapter number four, verse number two. And then our papa is currently explaining the next um, sentence. Every progressive organization is progressive. Because it enjoys the support of loyal people, so that is the uh, the sentence uh, Papa is explaining um, before he went offline. Papa, you are welcome.
0: Yeah. So yeah, um, my thing went off. Yeah. But yeah, as I was saying, no. Love is the motivation. Love is the thing that brings loyalty, genuine loyalty. So. When you are part of something and you you know the people are not really in love with God or it's church, you're really not in love with God, we will see a lot of disloyalty in the things of God and the assignment of God and the people whom God has brought into our lives to serve and for us to also serve them. You see, so this meeting, for instance, I was saying, it would not have come on if it wasn't for your, you know, your faithfulness. Now, we will see it as faithfulness by you being here, but only God can judge whether that it is love. Because you can be here, but you are not here with us in your heart. So, and, and that one is the, the fake thing that will ultimately um, show in the, in, in the long run. But at least you are here, that is a sign. You see, like is is loyalty is a symptom, just like you have fever as a symptom of malaria. So the real thing is the parasite that is, is in, in you, which when you are infected with the parasite, Nobody sees it, but it is there working, and the effect of it is the fever. So love is the parasite that you must love. Generally, you must know God for yourself. Have a personal relationship, a strong personal relationship with God. And people who have strong personal relationship with God, who are strong with their own personal relationship with God, they tend to be the most loyal people. It's always like that the, the most loyal people are the most are also the ones that tend to have these a, a strong personal relationship because they read their Bibles, they pray, they fast personally, you know, they have the fear of God, you know the Holy Spirit is with them, they, 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 they allow the ministry of the Holy Spirit in their life. so personally they, they have a relationship because so it's like that is the virus. That is in them that will now produce the sickness of or the symptom of fever or something else. You know, so loyalty is, is always strong amongst people who have um, a personal relationship. But some people can manifest the symptom of loyalty, but it's not being generated from love. It's generated from um, something or something other than love. And, 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 and that, that is also a problem. So, if the thing is not working, if the thing is not growing, it's because the people you know, are not loyal. And if we are not loyal, then we need to go back beyond the loyalty and see what is really in our hearts. What is it? And then that's where the love comes in. You see. So it says there that it is required of stewards that a man be faithful. That is the only thing that God is requiring for you. That love that will generate loyalty. That you that will make you serve. Mm-hmm. That will make you useful. That will make you um, of high value because not every servant is of, of, of high value. Some servants are useless. Some are useless. And it is, Jesus put it this way. Somebody got five talents, somebody got two talents, somebody got one talent. One talent person was useless. And most often, it's those who have one talent that always no, make no cycle. Uh, I'm not a pastor. I'm not this. I don't have this. So I don't have this position. I don't have this. So I'm not uh, if whether I'm here or not, that doesn't really matter. And you find out that those are the ones that are always being disloyal. Always being disloyal. So we need to examine ourselves. If we say we love God, it shouldn't be easy. it shouldn't be difficult for you to be um, loyal and how do we how does disloyalty manifest how does disloyalty manifest you no know, a loyal person is when you read it further down is it is a question that I think all of us I want us to see when you see a leader is excelling It is because he has loyal followers. A local church can only thrive when it is blessed with faithful members. Faithful members. A local church will thrive when it all has faithful members. So, these faithful members whose aim is to serve and project the ministry like God has called them to do alongside the pastor so how do, you, how do you know you are indeed following someone's leadership? How do you know you are really following somebody's leadership? God's leadership? The people that God has set over you as leaders. How do you know you are following someone's leadership? And he says, by your loyalty to them and their cause, no matter the challenges and distractions. A loyal person is not deterred by circumstantial incidents. He or she is too focused on the overall goal to be distracted. And ladies and gentlemen, I was talking about time. Your age down It's all not an accident. We have to redeem the time. We don't have much time left. So this is the time that you shouldn't allow distractions to come in. A loyal person cannot be distracted. You can't be distracted. So, in UK now and in the Western world now, the way things are going, if you don't stay focused, you easily fall off the rail and get distracted. And get easily distracted. So, we must Demonstrate our loyalty. Demonstrate our love of God through being loyal. So when we call for meetings, you are there. Not because somebody is forcing you, but because you love God and you know you have an assignment. And you know that without you, the organization cannot progress. What God is trying to do, it, 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 it can go quick or it can go slow. It all depends on the people around you. It all depends on the people around you. And I've seen it personally. You know, when you when, when you are generally surrounded by people who are not loyal, everything goes slow. Everything because one simple thing, like do this, it will be an argument. You waste about three, four days arguing about it, challenging you, trying to prove that you are stupid, you have you are wrong and and then the work just drags, and then the, and nothing gets done. I know my rights. I know this. I know it's all because you do, it's, there's no love. When a wife is always arguing with the husband, there's no love. Constantly arguing, trying to make you feel foolish and stupid. This is because there's no love. When you, when there's love, there's no argument. You know, things just get done. And when you you, you can love somebody in a way that makes you think about the person also in a certain way. Many of us say we have love or we are loyal, but let me tell you something. Loyalty or love, when you love somebody, you think about it. Let me, let me since most of us say, um, if everybody here is a parent, you see, when you love your children, when you love your family, you think about them in a certain way that you don't think about other no other people who are not your children or in your immediate family don't think about them in that way for instance you might love um you might you might love uh, say your president or your boss but you don't sit down to think about whether your boss has eaten Whether he has a place to sleep. Whether he has clothes to wear. You know, you don't think about your boss in a certain way. You just think about him. When you see him and then you crack jokes and oh, oh, you're a cool boss. I love you, whatever. But you never think about them in a way that you think about your children. Like how you you, you think about your children. You are thinking about their education. You are thinking about the food they eat. You are thinking about their friends. You think even about their future. You pray about them. You, 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 because the, you know, the love that you have for them makes you think about them in a different way. And you definitely love them more than you love your boss or you love your friend. You love even your brother or your sister or your cousin. So if you say you love God, it really makes you think about the things of God in a certain way. In a certain way. Which will be, you know, which, which will now bring you into doing things that, you know, will cause growth. So, like the example I'm giving your children, your love for them makes you think about their clothes, and then you go and buy their clothes. Your love for them makes you think about, oh, they need food. And you go and buy the food. You take action, the love now, and and then you see that now you are automatically finding yourself being faithful to them as a father. Without anybody telling you, obey this rule, obey that rule, obey this rule, do that, that. Many of us, church has become like obeying rules because our love for Jesus is not really deep, it's very surface. It's like the love we have for. You know, somebody far away from us, not close.
2: The love you have
0: for Jesus is not like family kind of love. It's like far away. So, when, when, when you meet them, you can do certain favors, but it's not deep. It's not deep. So, I think that we need to examine ourselves and then look at it that way. So, Mr. Mafu. Hey, yeah, what do you have to say about what I've just said? Yeah, I think what you've said a lot about um, being loyal lawyer means you have to, like, show... Like love, as we know that love is in the Bible is the greatest g uh, greatest command of all the
2: commands because if you have love for someone you die for you you can even decide to die for the person like Jesus came to die for us because he loves us, so if you love someone, you will show loyalty to the person,
0: so it's all about loving the person okay. as you yes. you show you show loyalty to the person but what the love the love love has got degrees so you for example you have children you think about them what are, sort of things you think about them
2: yeah i think like um bringing them up um, in in a way that it will benefit them in the future to knowing God, providing them their needs that they will need things that will help them to enjoy themselves, and that kind of stuff so just to make them happy.
0: Okay. Do you think the same thing for your cousin? No, papa. No, exactly. Yes. The yeah. Okay. But you do love your cousin. Yes, papa. If yeah. if. Uh, but the love that you have for your cousin is different from the love you have for your children, yes oh, yeah, and so, based on the love that you have for your children, it's because your children are close to you,
2: yes yeah. yeah,,
0: and because they are close to you, now you think about them in a different way, so you're saying you are thinking about how to raise them up, what you know their needs,
1: and other things.
0: It's because of the love yes. that is making you think. A certain way about them. So it's the same thing that our love for God makes us think a certain way for God. So if you are, if God, if you are really close to God, your thinking about the things of God will be different from somebody who is far away. Your love be like that of, like yours to your cousin. It won't be like, like yours to your children. Yeah, you, you understand what I'm saying?
3: Yeah.
0: yeah, so what I want every one of us to do is to examine our love for God and how it makes us think about the things of God. So if you are constantly being reminded about things, you are constantly, you don't pray you don't fast, you don't do any you know it just shows that your love for God is making, that is about, that, it, it's not close. It's like, you, God is like from far thing from you. And then you find yourself not being faithful, not being loyal. Now, because you love Caitlin and you love Julian, you are thinking about them in, okay, let me provide for them. I have to give them this. Act. And what has that made you a faithful father? You have, you, without anybody forcing you and giving you rules, do this, do that, do that. You find yourself not just being loyal to the children. they can count on you. Do you see that? Yes, So, that is how loyalty is to God. If we really love God, and our minds are working in a certain way because of the great love we have for God, we will not be struggling with lawyer being what being lawyer loyalty it, 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 our actions will not denote our loyalty yes, do you understand what i'm saying yes ma'am. i do please
2: so explain to me in your own words so, uh, my understanding is that, um, if we say we, we, love God, then we put up our faithfulness. And if we say we have, we, we are faithful, it is seen by our action of what, of love, because love is an action. What we do makes people, your children depend on you. So we, we, I mean, my understanding is that, so faithfulness is an action that must be put up and as we've, well, we've read from here, that in any local church that is striving for, it is because there's an action of love. It's an action of what? Of faithfulness. So, the, um,
0: so, what is the relationship? What is the relationship between love and loyalty
2: and God? The, the, the relationship between love and your loyalty and God is that because God, God is a faithful God, as we have read, in his faithfulness, it is seen to us, demonstrated to us in his love for us. In his love for us, that, that makes him what? Give to us. That makes him, also makes us also depend on God. That because God is a loving God and a faithful God, we can also depend on God. So if we also bring it into our lives, when we put up this, then we can also be seen as somebody who can be depend upon. Who is showing love and who is also being faithful? Okay,
0: Pastor Abraham, what is the difference? What is the relation between loyalty, love, and our relationship with God?
1: The um, loyalty is a symptom of of love. So the 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 root the root itself is love. So if we have love, then if we have love for God. Loyalty would just come out as a natural um, consequence of our love that we have in God. And for me, whilst you are talking, the the main thing I'm thinking about is um, the levels. Because the explanation um, is that the love determines the rest. So the degree um, as you are giving, uh, Brother Malfo, um, that one is is biological. It just came up because he knows he's connected to them so he has to do it so that developed that love so i was just thinking so what is developing the love for god and how can you tell the degree whether that is the same as the biological one which is just coming up because you know it came on you you have to do it and that's why you love them and and compared comparing that to your job because you are working in that place and so there is a certain level or degree of love for your boss or whoever and so now, what, what about God? What, and that should be the highest kind of love. And so, how do you rate that? How do you get? How do you know? And that's where your question came in that we should examine our love. And that is what I'm trying to. Whilst you're talking, I'm trying to think about the the standard, the the works, the. Uh, what, what? How do I mark this? How do I examine it? How? How far do? What do I use? And it's just well, giving me other scriptures in mind to to think about.
0: Well, that is um, the theme of the month. The theme of the month is knowing God as a loving Father. So, it boils down to your personal relationship with God. If your personal relationship with God, you just know God as oh, I have a headache. I have a problem. I have been sacked from work. I have, I have, and God is just like a Father at Christmas. Your love for Him is based on that. But if you come to know God, like Jesus came to know God only as a Father, then naturally that natural relationship develops. It's not forced. And then that love also therefore now develops. So it all boils down to your personal relationship with if your personal relation with God is as, is the point where you know him as a father, then you love him. And now because you love him, you, the love will motivate you now to do things which will demonstrate that you are a loyal son, like Jesus Christ, very loyal. Everything that he said, I don't do anything unless what I see my father do, is doing. Every time you see that he's referring to him as father. He's showing that I, I have somebody above me and, and, and I'm always acknowledging That's also a sign of loyalty. It's a sign it's a, you know, always acknowledging. Acknowledging. So, what I'm teaching you is not just about the church. It's even for your own personal lives, your marriages and other things. Because when you are struggling in your marriage, and there's unfaithfulness in the marriage. The root cause of the matter is, is the love thing that we are talking about. Because genuine love, where there is genuine love, there's no struggling about um, am I going to be faithful or am I not going to be faithful. Even if somebody comes to undress naked before him, you slap the person and run away. Like Joseph. Joseph loved God. So when Potiphar put the thing on the plate for, for him to come and enjoy, he said, no, no, no. My love for God uh, uh, makes I can't do this. I can't do this to this man who has been helping me I, I, I can't be that bad. He could have chosen to be disloyal, but his relationship with God helped him. So, what is your what do you have to say? And then we are going to pray. We we'll use the rest of the time to pray. Brother Ifabuchi, praise me,
3: Papa. So, um, yeah, you I think uh, the pastors have and my colleagues have said um the majority of it anyway, but um on top of it, what I've got to say is um as as you loving as you loving in the process of loving um if it's a genuine love um faithfulness. It is gonna come along the side, and you you wouldn't struggle to get the aspect of faithfulness as as part or as um as as a sub as a sub unit of the of, of of the loving so as you're loving you you you're not even thinking about being faithful all you're thinking about is you're loving this person and then faithfulness. Would 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 automatically be part of it? It's like it's a sub. So
0: I so I like I like how you put it. So when you, it is your love, the 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 degree of your love would would make you think about the person or the object of your love in right. a certain way that you do things without you even knowing that. Oh, I am being loyal. Yes. Is that is that how is that what you are saying? Absolutely, Papa. Okay, so now the question is why do some people make it look as if it's a force, it's a burden to to be part of a church or to love God and do the things of God? Why do you think, think that is the case? I think um it
3: would, it would it would it would also it would also come into the same statement, which is obviously the other way around. Um so um, in this case, if you are if you are forcing to love, i.e. you are not, um, it's because of something that you are you are loving. Probably within that period of time, you you need something. So because of that, you have to force yourself to love. And then uh, obviously so, when you get that so, thing, so
0: let, me, let me let me let me use marriage as an example here. So it's like if a wife who doesn't yeah. really love their husband, he wants something, then he was going to, he, uh, she's going to be very nice, fake nice, and then even, you know, prepare a meal and then have sex with you. But at the back of their mind, it's not love. It's not because they really care, but it's because they want something. Once they yeah. get that thing, then they go back to their nasty, exactly. difficult, wicked ways. Yeah, so that, that's how some of us also as church members we behave. And so the problem that we are seeing here is that is the love thing. So this is why, even as fathers, this is man's of fathers, your greatest responsibility is to get your children to love God. It's not about attend this, do this, do that. Those things after you haven't inculcated love of God in them. They will stop and they will not become Christians anymore. And many of you are aware, or if you are not aware, the children, especially in overseas in the UK, there, the things they are teaching them in schools, the things they are exposed to, you know, if you joke with this responsibility that God has given to you, your children will grow up and how you know about God and the things of God. They won't know it. So your greatest responsibility as a father is to get them to love God. Get them to love God. When they love God, they will be faithful. When they leave the house, they won't one day come back and come and tell, you know, I'm an atheist or I'm gay or I'm this, I'm that, <laughs> which is a real possibility. You no, know, I was speaking to one of my my daughters and. even if you say somebody is like if somebody says like husband and one say, Oh my husband, like mama mama said my husband. And they said that no no no, you can't say my husband. It's not politically correct now, it's not woke. So you have to say uh, my what my my female my female spouse. Because now men and men can marry. So if you say if you say my wife, you are being sexist. And these are the things they are teaching them in school. So I have to tell them, well, you know, we go back to the Bible. It's male and female. So if, if my wife says, is calling me my husband, we are Christians. And I had to give them a whole lesson on that. But these are the things that the children are going through. If you don't talk to them, if you don't know, you might not mm. be aware. They are being raised up. So that if you don't put the, fear, the love of God in them, get them to love God, they will not become loyal to the things of God. And the least chance they have, you'll be off. You'll be off. I've seen, I've seen it. I've seen a lot of second generation, first generation um, immigrants, people who came like like us, and their children and their children's children. Many of them, when you listen to them now, they'll tell you. Oh, I came from a strong Pentecostal family, but now I'm not a practicing Christian. Many of them, I have come across. That is what they are confessing now, and it means many of the parents are feeling. So, this this is very rare for, for 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 us as fathers as well, that we have to get our children to know God as a loving Father. And then for ourselves, we have to love God in a certain way, in a deeper way, not the shallow love that, you no, know, makes you being committed difficult. It becomes a bother. It's a, it's a struggle. You're struggling with everything. You no, know, become committed to the, and, and you must, you must right now come to the place where you should know this is it. This is it. It's like when you marry. This is it. There's no going back. So now you are in the church. This is it. This is what God has brought you. The visions have been opened up. The assignments have been opened up. Now let my love not push me further. To to do things. When you love. When you really love somebody. You are always thinking about it. How many of you. Think about the church. In a certain way. That oh. You know, somebody can be in the church. Maybe the church, we don't have, we have only like, we have like uh, one, one, one curtain. And the curtains have been there for almost four years. But because you don't love the church and think about the church in a certain way, it never even occurs to you, oh, this thing, we have never changed it. So what can God can be done about it? It will never get to you. It will never get to you. But if it was your own house, which you love very well, you say you are house proud. So you love it very well. When you see, ah, oh, no, no, I need to change it. This time I need to change this. So love for something makes you think about the thing in a progressive way. In a progressive way. You don't lack ideas. You are always being progressive. You don't lack ideas. So this is what God wants to see from. You. You as men now, that genuine love that brings loyalty, brings progress, not forced, not feeling forced, but genuinely. If you, you, you 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 love that thing, and it always constantly you are bringing ideas. This is what is happening to to to, to us in Ghana here as well, because the people genuinely love God. They love the, they, are, they love the, the vision they are part of. So constantly they are thinking they will be there. There's somebody one to come with an idea. So you'll we'll be there and then you no know, and, and, and what is happening? Progress. We are all progressing, we are heading towards. When you don't think about it the you, you after Sunday, after Sunday, which is not even um, you don't go to church physically. This is online service. Some of us that will, that will be it until the following son you don't you don't sit down you don't think and you see one of the things that you should understand is that when you have the holy spirit it's not about being spooky and all that all those sort of things the holy spirit the sevenfold the manifestation of the spirit it really affects most of it is about your mind and the way you think the spirit of knowledge the spirit of the fear of the lord the spirit of counsel the spirit of wisdom, it's all out of the seven. I think six of it is to do with your mind and the way you think. So, if you have the Holy Spirit and you are in love with God, the Holy Spirit, that spirit of wisdom, that spirit of, it makes you think about the things of God in a different way. And then you find yourself carrying it out. But for many of us, Sunday, when we listen to the sermon, that is it. We don't engage. We don't sit down to think about the work and the of you work. Know, Did I do well? Did I? Uh, can I do it better? Um, what else can I do? Should I fast more? Should I pray more? You don't do. You don't ask yourself. This God. The love is not there. So you only just think about it like a chore, like how you love your colleagues. So we just meet at work and we do the work, and then afterwards we come back home but now God wants us to move from that level, whereby we are actually sitting down, thinking about the things of God, being influenced by the Holy Ghost with ideas, doing things because we, we, we meditate upon, upon His Word. So, so this, this thing, when you start operating like that, you stop being one dimensional. Yes, it is good to pray, 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 pray. But after prayer, you, you, if that is the only thing you are going to do, you won't see any results. If you are not going to have that love and that will make you think about things and meditate about things and seek to hear from God about things, you will be the same dimension, just one level. And the fullfulness will not be the same. So that is what we need to now move, step out from this one-dimensional kind of thing, like how you have a relationship at your workplace, you have like a, with your colleagues. It's just one-dimensional. I come to work. I work with you. I finish. I go. I don't need to think about you, how you buy petrol, how you come to work. I don't need to think about those. All this. I just have to be there for 8, 9 a.m. to 4 with you. And that's it. After that, I come back. One-dimensional. That is Okay when you are beginning something. But if you want to go to higher depths, it is, it is, it is more, than, more than that. The ability to sit, ability to be influenced by the Spirit of God, ability to have a deeper relation with God, a genuine love, that makes you think about the things of God for excellence, for excellence, for results. Not the same level. It's not acceptable anymore. And this is what God wants to break. He wants to break that monotony. He wants to break that thing that makes us one-dimensional. And through genuine love, we demonstrate commitment. So, I've said, I, I, have you seen the prayer points? It's on the WhatsApp platform. I sent it I thing before we started. So, we're going to pray and we'll start from, I think, from the point five. The first couple of points have already been prayed. And we thank, oh, you, God. 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 God.
1: thank you. I thank you, Jesus,
0: you. I love you. Yeah. you. you. So I don't know how many how many points are left.
2: It's um, we are left with twelve points. Okay, so
0: the points that are left, and we are gonna have to pray it on you. And um, what I will end, what I will say is that this thing about loyalty that we are talking about. It's when you are from a distance, all you see is like it's like the thing is it's like difficult, it is rules, it's regulations, but when you get closer, what you feel is is is, is more of like love. It's like outsiders, is it no or unbelievers, let me put this here, unbelievers. When they are not close to God. When you are not close to the church, all they think about is, ah, if I become a Christian, I can't go to the nightclub, I can't do this, I can't. So they see Christianity like obeying rules and regulations. But when they come in, then you find out, oh, Charlie, it's not like that. Well, as I get closer, I realize that the thing is, God loves me. And without any force, without anybody um, putting pressure on you yourself, you leave those things. Like You can use your life as an example. When you are far, when you were in the world, you thought Christianity is difficult. It's about you can't have girlfriends. You can't do this. You can't do this. But now that you have come closer, you see that, no, the thing is God loves me, it's all about, and nobody's forcing you, but you see yourself doing things for God. So that's how loyalty is. So loyalty is love. But from a distance, you might not see it as love unless you get closer. Then you see that Charlie. Uh, loyalty anger size. From a distance all you see is like, oh people will say and these are the statements people will make. Ah uh, why are you following him? You people don't you have your own mind? Why why, why are you why are you you know like and, and if it's not about the church or a pastor, they would they will talk about God it's like are you not a free thinker? Can't you use your own mind? And it, because from a distance, loyalty looks like you are being forced to do things. But when you get close, you realize nobody is forcing you out of your own free will. Because you love, you've come to submit, and you are doing this. Way. So see it that way, and um, let us let us like the prayer points that you have been praying. We need a change in attitude, change in mind, a growth in our love for God, deeper devotion and commitment to the things of God. Because then, this is supposed to be men's week. But nothing was nobody was thinking about the church, thinking about the things of God in such a way that you, you even want to know is it men's week? Is it what? Always the women are doing much better than the men. And for how long would this go on? So as men, we are demonstrating a certain love of God which is very shallow. which doesn't make us think about the things of God in a certain way. So let this be the last year where we are going to men's weekend. We are rushing around lastminute.com We don't know what we are doing. No thought has been, has gone into what we are doing because we are not loving the things of God in a certain way. So it has to change and we need to Give God our best. Think about the things of God. Always making sure that, you know, our minds are on the things of This is why the, this one is not witch or any wizard that is doing you. It's you allowing the Holy Spirit to influence your mindset in, in the sevenfold manifestation of the Spirit of God. Six of them is all to do with the mind. So coming under the strong influence of the Holy Ghost. So that, you know, you shake yourself out from certain things. And we'll see productivity. We can't allow the women to, you know, show a certain kind of love for God and for the things of God. And we, the men, every year in here, we always fail. Every year, we fail. So this will be the last one. So let's pray over the, the rest of the prayer points over next week you can pray and you can pray them you can pray them tonight even before you go to bed and pray, make yourself allowed another Holy Spirit to touch you so once your love walk with God gets sorted then you know, things like you know, even even most of you you don't watch any of our you don't watch the videos you don't Watch Tuesday services, teaching services. You, know, you don't, and it's not because of work or anything. You don't participate. You know, so all these things, I pray that the Lord will help us as men now. That 2021, um, the coronavirus year, we coming out to be strong. And also, that our brothers who are not on board, we remember them in prayers. Because time is going. And this is the time we can do our best for God. For the time will come when the nights will be in the night seasons of our life. And you would have wished you could participate in these sort of things. But then you wouldn't have the strength. So God bless you all for praying for the church. And for your lives, your callings, God should make it very clear to you what you have been called to do and put yourself into it. So on this note, thank you very much. So over to you pastors and them. Pastor Abraham.